Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough. How are you doing? I almost said the other co-host, my cat, because he's trying to be on the show. <laughs> Reggie's in the background somewhere. He's always with us. Yes. But and how if, are you? If you can listen closely, you can hear my neighbor's cat, because my walls are paper thin, and he throws up almost every day. Oh, God. You, yeah. I hope we don't hear that. I'll try to edit that out. <laughs> It's, I don't know, it sounds like a hairball, but like there's some mornings where I'm like, oh, that's what I'm waking up to? Cool. I love it. I feel like my cat just refuses to like lick up his hair to the point where he has hairballs. He just like lets his hair just go everywhere and I feel like I'm drowning in cat hair, Bren. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of like outside cats uh, for me because most of the cats we always got were strays, so they would want to go outside. So I'm not sure if they just coughed them up outside, but I think my cat... Like, out of the three cats I've had, I think maybe one of them coughed up a hairball inside the house. Oh, okay. It seems like one of those cartoon tropes that isn't nearly as common as people think it is. Right. That's interesting. Maybe that was just my experience with cats. Well, so far, it's uh, my experience as well. But this is a (laughs) cat cast. No, this is a video game podcast. Uh, That's the thing. Uh, We did have Bassett on an episode recently, so good for us. Um, But... (laughs) Let's hear from you. Well, that's the thing. This is a video game podcast, and I need to be transparent with the listener. I have a wedding in two days now, and it's gonna. And I'm really <laughs> excited. Uh, there's all sorts of shit going on. I have to take off work for going to this rehearsal dinner. Picked up my tux. Like it's absolutely insane. So I haven't really been playing much video games, unfortunately. Hey, listener. I'm sorry, but we got a wedding. Like, yeah, yeah, of course you're not playing video games until you got a wedding. <laughs> Fucking no one's oh, going to hold that against you. That's fair, but I just feel like <laughs> for this show every week, I try to at least be like, well, I played something different a little yeah, bit. Actually, like, well, not really. There's been months that go by. We don't play right. different things when we're not getting married. <laughs> That's true. I try to, I don't know, phone games. I have nothing, Brent. I feel like shit. So, I don't get know. Married, I, it's I, an excuse. I am playing mine. Breath of the Wild. That's basically all. And I every night before bed, I try to make a little bit of progress. Just like really trying to just open up the map uh, with like getting the different towers, which like extracts the map for your Sheikah slate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a breathtaking game. I was just blown away at how big this map is because I only have a few more like little segments to go or towers. And it's... It feels like Skyrim with how much shit there is to explore, and I just, I don't know, it's overwhelming. No wonder I didn't get very far my first, <laughs> like, attempt at playing the game. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a Zelda game that takes a lot of different ideas from different games. So, like, it's got, you know, Skyrim mechanics, it's got, like, Witcher mechanics, which arguably were taken from Skyrim to begin with. Um, right. The towers are very Ubisoft. That's in, like, a bunch of games, but I know it really yeah. became, it really started with, like, Assassin's Creed. That's the first I really remember with that mechanic of like revealing the map by going up the towers, and now it's Same. in every Ubisoft game. You can't get rid of it. It's <laughs> yeah, a bad they like mass. it too much. It's it's not that good of a mechanic. It was neat <laughs> and kind of had a story element in Assassin's Creed, where like he climbed up the towers, he like did that leap of faith, which was built into the story. So like it makes sense. And now there's just no reason, and they're just like, hey, why not? It's an yeah. easy mechanic. It looks pretty, and it's fun. Yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah. But I've also got a bit of Breath of the Wild. Uh, oh, yeah? A few hours in. Because I finally beat Bayonetta 2. I oh, actually wow. did it. I sat down. I remember down you saying just, that Monday off you were going to do this. You and did? that's what I did. I just spent like nine hours and just burned through it. And because of that, I didn't do anything else that day. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and Pat Johnson rightfully called me out saying, like, you probably didn't watch Good Omen. No, I didn't. I didn't. Because that's all I did. No, but, hey, that's a productive day for the podcast. For the and podcast. for just and for, didn't is there and uh, no, I guess Bayonetta two is the sequel. I remember for a while there, like I thought there was a Bayonetta three, but no. there is, it's announced. It's not out yet. Okay, yeah. So it was announced uh, maybe like an E three ago or two. Um, so it's been a while, but like yeah, it's only been announced. They haven't even shown like teasers and stuff for it yet. So. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no idea what that was But at about. least you're caught up with the franchise, and I knew that was one you wanted to get around to for a while. I want to play it. I did enjoy it. Like, it is a fun game, but just something about, like, the cutscenes, man. It's like Metal Gear Solid level. Like, it's a fucking movie. And, like, I, to a certain degree, I respect the hell out of the director, especially of, like, the whole franchise. Because I think someone high up in Nintendo or someone high up in uh, Platinum, like some executive who didn't have too much creative control, is like, hey, do we need to give the main character glasses? Like, maybe glasses don't sell. They're not sexy enough or something. And the creative director's like, oh, hey, cool. Fuck you. I'm giving everyone glasses. I'm giving glasses to every character I physically can. Just to yeah. fuck you. And it's just like, I gotta respect that level of pettiness. <laughs> I gotta respect that at a certain degree. So I'm like... I love it just from the ideal ideological standpoint of that. Definitely. Um, but it is it is fun and it does feel really good. The combat feels great. Like it's a like crunchy hitting, it's like God of War level like mechanics where it's just absolutely absurd. You'll kill an enemy, then pick up the weapon, then hit someone else with it, and then break it on them and then throw them up and do this like quick time event combo and kill them instantly. Like it's satisfying. Nice. But at a certain point, there's so many combos where it's like you can do Kick, 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 punch, kick, punch, punch, kick, up, jump, kick. (laughs) And it's like, sure, that is a combo. But when I'm just running through this game, you know I'm just going to be mashing kick and punch between and, you know, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I'm not doing these elaborate 32-button combos. I'm just doing whatever kills them the fastest. So I respect that they put it in there. I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's for the diehard fans that want to see all the various animations of like, oh, this finisher of this combo. Yeah, and it's especially one of those, um, for anyone who hasn't played it, it's like this collect-a-thon sort of uh, beat-em-up games where it grades you after certain sessions, after certain fights, and after every ch- uh, chapter. So there's like 16 chapters, and I already beat three of them. So on Monday, I just beat 13. Like, I just blew through it. Um, and they, nice. give you, they give you grades at the end of like, oh, you never got hit. You beat it in like a quick time. You chained like a 40 hit combo together. You got a platinum level trophy and then like gold, bronze, silver and all that. Um, so if you want to go, if you want to be the purist and co- like the completionist and get all of that, fucking good luck. There's a lot of collectibles. You got to get all those trophies. Like it's a challenge for sure. So if you want to get all that, it there is that option. But like for me, I'm like I enjoyed it, I had fun, but part of that weighs it down for me. Where I'm like I don't, I don't need all this shit. Let me just, let me just go through. Um, so, but so the combat is fun. The story's cool. You get a little bit of a backstory for some. You get a little more character development from the characters. It is a good game. It is like a solid good game. If you like that style of combat, if you like platinum games, if you like beat 'em ups, if you like just the over-the-top cheese of Bayonetta. Like, you you watch five, two minutes of it, you know what it is. Like, you'll enjoy it. If you like Bayonetta 1, you'll like Bayonetta 2. But Very cool. But just something about it really just, like, I don't know why I got hung up on it, and it took so long for me to just finally get around to beating it. 
And I don't know. But it was an enjoyable experience. It was enjoyable. It wasn't like a like a grind. It wasn't like, oh, I gotta fucking do this now. Like, I finally just accepted there's some shows I don't enjoy anymore and I'm not watching, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It feels like a chore for me to watch that anime. So I got like three seasons in and I'm just like, you know what? I don't care enough to keep watching this and I'm just dropping it. Like, it wasn't terrible, but I just have no interest in it. Um, That's that, what happened with me in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, and it, apparently you won in that one because it doesn't pay off. <laughs> I know, right? In uh, the long haul. Yeah. So, uh, but it, that's not what Bayonetta 2 was. Like, I did enjoy my time with it, but like, and with Platinum games and like those kind of God of War games where it is just so combo intensive and the combat can be really challenging, this one seemed easier. That I don't know if I, I think the difficulty was just a normal for me. I don't think I did a, an easy mode, but I think I only died once to actual combat. There was like a pseudo mini boss that turned you into a child and then would lunge at you and eat you, and that was an instant kill. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Because like at first you don't know what's happening, and then he attacks you. You're like, all right, I'll take some damage and then come back to normal. It's like, no, game over. It's like what? So that was the only like between that and like the one time I died in combat, I only died like twice the whole game. So it seemed easier, but I also think that was just because I was in that platinum style combat mode. And I knew how to fight everything, and my reflexes were already honed to that style of gameplay. So I think it actually benefited me playing it like all at once in like a binge. Because like if yeah. I if I walked away and came back, and I was on like chapter like fourteen out of sixteen, and I hadn't played in two months, I would not be able to do that combat. Yeah, you might struggle for sure. Yeah, so I think it was good that I was still in that mind space like while I was playing, and like it was fun, it was enjoyable. I'm interested to see what they go with the next one. The characters are just so gaudy as fuck but like in the best way like it's great and every now and then you forget that uh bayonetta and uh, jean her friend her girlfriend whatever you want to call her some people ship them you see them together a lot you see them around like other like angelic people and you're like oh yeah like they're they're kind of tall and then you like at the beginning of the game and at the end of the game you see you see them standing next to like a regular human and you forget they're like 10 feet tall they're giants damn and it's like i don't know if it's the costume if it's their heels if it's their hair but you just forget how fucking giant these women are and it was just kind of funny to me at the very end of the game nice um but i finally beat it and then yeah i i had to do some car stuff so while i was waiting i got like maybe an hour or two into breath of the wild further and i just got to the zora palace like domain and stuff so. Okay, I was just going to ask you, I was like, we got to talk about Breath of the Wild, and yeah. I was going to say, where are you at? Because, like, I feel like my first playthrough wasn't very far, I didn't get very far, I think I got to Zora. This time around, I did get past the first uh, Divine Beast, which was the elephant, Varuda, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Now I have three more, I haven't even tackled any of the three. Do you have experience with this game? Like, I feel like you've probably watched a playthrough, right? Oh, I watched a ton of playthroughs, like, all the story, like, all the secret, like, I know all of it. But yeah. I also watched most of that back when it first came out, which was a year. year sure, so ago. it's not even close to fresh in your mind. Yeah, like I'll be like running around, and be like, "Oh, wait a minute, I kind of vaguely remember this thing," and then I like run off and find the secret. But like, I I know all the stories, so I'm not like worried about spoilers and stuff. But like, it it just seems like it's just such a fun game. I want to experience it myself. Um, yeah, I feel like I shouldn't be worried about spoilers because that's way overdue. But I like, mean, but it's also Zelda. Like, it's. There's no good Zelda story because it's all the same. It's just told in a slightly different manner, but it's the same plot. Like, but this is my first Zelda game, so that's what's weird. That's what's weird because you're playing like like such an odd one out. 
I really am. I played A Link to the Past on Game Boy and barely got far, so it doesn't really count. But yeah. the, uh, Yusong was playing or streaming Breath of the Wild for the longest time, and just recently he had his like end of Breath of the Wild. He's like, we're going to beat it this Saturday or whatever, and then he did. And that was like the only one that I tuned out for, because like, I don't want to see Forward, the end. It's yeah. like, yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to go into the end blind. Uh, God, really having a good time, though. That's like saying like the only Fast and the Furious movie I ever saw was Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Or Hobbs and Shaw. It's just like, it's, <laughs> like yes, Technically, it's part of the franchise, but it's so different. Right. So it's just like bizarre that that's this is the only Zelda you've played. I mean, I recommend it a is. bunch of them. Like, if you ever want to go back, there's a bunch of that are good. I do. I want to play Ocarina just because of how heralded it is amongst the community. Uh, you can go back and play it. It's going to be rough. Like, it is a good game, and it definitely like deserves its like praise, especially at that time. But like, there's some mechanics that are just bullshit and there's a lot of just like not grind but stuff that's like this doesn't need to be as long as it is so like sure in in hindsight it's going to be a rough game to play through but who knows you might get swept up into it and just like love it like i've I've seen people do that too so definitely and speaking of link to the past i'm pretty sure well we'll get into show topics eventually but i there was like news where nintendo released like 20 classic games to people who own the switch and are paying for the online service and among those games, I'm pretty sure there was like Super Metroid, uh, one of these Super Mario World, uh, A Link to the Past, and others. So there's some pretty heavy hitters in there. I've yet to go download them, but I'm pretty sure they're free if you are subscribed. Yeah, you have to have the online, like it's free, but you have to have the online service, which isn't free. So, like, yes, technically exactly. It's free, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it's uh, like the SNES. Uh, game and it's like it's like hey remember how we sold those like snes consoles like those mini ones with a limited number of games hey now anyone gets it it's like cool exactly <laughs> uh, i'm glad it's for free in my hands on my switch and i don't have to buy one of those dumbass consoles to do it yeah those were really like a, a flash in the pan like hey get it now while it's hot because you're gonna wait three months and realize like hey this isn't really worth the money because <laughs> i don't know anyone that still play the plays those mini console things me neither but i remember when no one could get their hands on them they were like selling like crazy well, like hotcakes on ebay it was disgusting yeah we uh john from one track gamers was talking about it on uh twitter about like amiibos and like hey is anyone still buy amiibos it's it's just <laughs> nintendo's marketing strategy where they just they they don't uh give enough that way it creates like a frenzy craze of people like swarming like i gotta get it there's only so many it's a limited run like no, Nintendo always does this. They did this when the N sixty four, like back in the day. Like they've always done this, and it creates this fervor that makes people wait out outside of a store for like five hours to buy it. So like, it's not new. It's just marketing, and it it works all the goddamn time. So, yep. um, same with uh, the mini consoles. Same with Amiibos. Like the the reason I think plenty of people still collect them or still use them because you can actually use them in games. Um, like Breath of the Wild, if you have Zelda amiibos, you can like summon stuff with them, and it's just because like more stores are getting them now, or the people that were like kind of lukewarm on them don't really care anymore. Like the collectors still collect all of them, and like some people still buy them for certain games they have. But yeah, it's not the frenzied craze that it was back when Amiibo started. Yeah, I'm just thinking of crazes over the years: Pogs, Beanie Babies. <laughs> Funko Pops? What the fuck? Why? Like, uh, I don't know. I, and all of those, they're complete failures. Like, I don't know why you would invest in them, but there's tons of people invest. that are probably like, I have rooms full of this shit, and I bet it's worth millions of dollars to only yourself, really. 
I mean, but that's anything you collect. Like, anything. Well, you yeah. just want to get enough of it. Um, that's true. Pogs was just a dumb game. Uh, uh, what's the other I miss game? Pogs. Let's bring that Pogs back. Pogs are in dumb the 2020s. No, like, Pogs we were can just do the this. cardboard that were on the top of milk cart and, like, milk gallon jugs that they took up and they're like, hey, what if we put dumb designs on this and sold them to kids as a toy? Like, that's all it was. It was nothing. Um, Funko Pops, but, I have one, but, like, the market, it, they did the Telltale Games thing. They had a unique thing, they flooded their own market, and now they're just, like, some people still collect a ton of them, but I know most people get, like, a ton of them for Christmas, because they're like, hey, nephew, you're a nerd, <laughs> here's a nerdy toy. It's like, thanks, uncle, I don't I want I saw these. this in FYE, yeah. or GameStop. So that's, like, the go-to gift for, like, uh, relatives who don't know what to get their nerdy, like, cousin or nephew or son or something. So, like, I know a ton of people who reluctantly have a lot. But then, yeah, some people get passionate about it and, like, buy every one. It's, like, that's too much. They're not the best quality. I got one from Mass Effect that it, it's outside the norm. It's not the gigantic head. Yeah. Uh, the Mass Effect character's Grunt, who's, like, a giant space turtle guy. So, like, it works for him. But I hate the like giant heads and skinny bodies of all the normal ones. So it's like, yeah, yeah, me too. I can't stand just the aesthetic of them. They're not but good. But Pogs, Pogs are, are just cardboard. They're just an excuse to put like uh, I don't know culture references on it, like pop culture yeah. references on them, like Alf and shit. Like <laughs> I, I fully support. Form. I support Pogs. <laughs> if we're doing dumb Jack knockoffs like of like games, give me fucking Crazy Bones. Those are little plastic like characters. Oh. Okay, I remember them. Uh, I, I, wasn't there a game associated with it them? Was like, I it don't was like re- jacks or like marbles. Like you put some of them in the center and you had your like your shooter one, which is usually the biggest crazy bone you had, and you flick it and any, ones you, any crazy bones you knock out of the circle you then got and like kept. So it was like a game. It's a game where you had to keep buying them because you kept losing them in the battles or whatever. So it was like an inherent like built-in strategy to buy more. And like... You got, like, the big ones that were really good. You'd flick it and fucking crack your fingernail because they were so dead sometimes. <laughs> You're just like, ah, fuck! Like, they, they were, like, dumb as shit, just little plastic tchotchkes. Yes, but, like, some I remember having some. Pretty neat. And then, like, some of them were, like, uh, not holographic, but, like, sparkle or some were clear. Like, some of the colors were really rare, so you had to get them. You know, it's like any other craze. They were gone within, like, two years of them coming out. But like, For sure. I feel like... Burger King or one of these fast food places like capitalized I on it. I think they like, had their, their own, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. It was weird. Uh, but no, listener, we're, we're going to have to have a poll here. It's either <laughs> Team Pogs or Team Crazy Bones, and we're going to uh, have to have hashtags and, and go at it. So I, I go Team Pogs. I don't think it'll work because I think our main like listeners are either. <laughs> we don't, I know, it's Judge Greg it's or just, Pat. So it's just team Greg team and Pat Pogs. who are too old for it, or it's like... Uh, Chiz, who's too young and doesn't know what any, like it's we got the divide where like no one cares about this but us. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know why we're talking about the <laughs> game podcast. It's okay. The nineties uh, was filled on. with plastic garbage to sell to kids, and we ate it up. We bought the it. Nineties are coming back in the twenty twenties. I'm calling it now. I was showing. I was talking to my friends like on the other podcast I do. I was like, I had a list. There were inch high like rubberized Digimon figures. And I have a full list of all the ones I used to have before I sold them off. And I had 156 of them. And I got them all written down still. And they would just, you know what it is? It's fucking garbage sitting in some weirdo's basement now that I sold them to. So it's just, yeah, but I, I have I love the one Harry I Harry Potter cards. I'm not uh, I'm not proud of. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know why I collected them. I was just a huge Harry Potter fan. It's like, oh, this 
I'm, uh, let's see what these cards are about. And then I started collecting them, and it's just like, do you know? There's there's a, there's a game involved, yeah. but like I never had anyone to play the game with, and I don't know. I feel like they're completely worthless to this day. <laughs> do you know anyone that played the Pokemon trading card game? No, well, yes. Growing up, uh, maybe two kids, and they had like the mat and everything. But then <laughs> I remember trying to like get involved to like learn it and be like, oh, what's going on? And I'm like, fuck this. Oh, it's just like stupid. I'd much rather just look at the cards and be like, look how cool this guy is, and like watch the cartoon. I remember playing the Pokemon trading card game. Game Boy game. So I didn't play the card game, but I played the video game version oh, of the card okay. game. Okay, how was that? Not I, good. I think there was like I thought there was like a browser-based version of that too at oh, some probably. point. I forget. Yeah, it's it's just all cheap knockoff crap. But hey. I just feel like trading card games in general are like I don't feel like anyone plays the game ever. It's literally well, about collecting the cards and being like, this is cool. When they're I, a don't tie get me wrong. In. I'm sure like yeah, like Magic, don't. That's got a huge Magic got a like, huge following, and like, I mean, Hearthstone is arguably a card game that's just a video game version True. of it. Um, but like Yu Gi Oh is probably the biggest one I know that was tied into an existing franchise, like a show or something, and then actually was a DC card game because it was just anime Magic. Like it was basically just Magic the Gathering, but like bigger numbers. Instead of your goblin having one health and one like uh, attack, your goblin warrior knight had a hundred health and a hundred attack. Like, is the same shit though. So, uh, yeah, I, there's a ton of card games out there. Magic's the biggest one I can think of that's still going strong. Um, but like, <laughs> if you're, but I feel like don't get into card games. They're so fucking yeah, expensive. It's such a fucking they are. scam. And any f- franchise can do it. There's Lord of oh, the yeah. Rings ones I have, and it's like, uh, nobody collects those other than me. I got pulled in. I don't know what I was doing. There was Digimon cards. I had Digimon card for the card game, and I had the mat, and I had a little suitcase that folded out to it. I don't know a single person that had those. I was the God only one. So, yeah, card games Card games are the OG loot crates. They're, you buy a pack. You pray to Christ that you get something good. It's absolutely you don't, true. You spend another $300 on them. It's, don't get into card games. It's a bad hobby. It's an you're addiction. You're right, dude. I never looked at it that way, and you're so right. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's what a rough. insightful <laughs> tangent. What were um, we talking but, about? Yeah, let's go on to show topics, because we don't have any video games to talk about anymore. I think yeah, we exhausted Breath of the Wild. Of the Wild. It's, yeah, I got Zoros. I, all right, I will say... I remember getting back into it, and I was like, eh, weapons breaking all the time. That's just people nitpicking. Like, I'm sure it's annoying, but, like, it's not as bad as they were saying. Just trying to get up the mountain from, like, the bottom to the Zoro's Domain, I probably lost all of my weapons, like, one and a half times. Like, I was down to, like, the weakest stuff I had, and I was like, fucking hell, these things break instantly. <laughs> like, they weren't kidding. It sucks. That's something that frustrates me, but then as I'm traveling through the game i'm finding a huge variety of of really good weapons to the point where it's like i can't hold them all so it's just like i'm trying to like pick like oh do i need this more or less and then in certain situations if you're like in the middle of a fucking thunderstorm it's good to not have something that's like metal because it's like you're gonna want to still be able to fight things and not get zapped by electricity so there's a lot of variables uh i don't know the game's so good it's very good it just sucks early on because i don't have any inventory space so i can't hold that many and then they break instantly i pick up another like club from a a goblin or whatever and it it breaks instantly again it's like oh yeah so i'm getting weak weapons and then they break instantly so it's just like i just i'm fine with easily easily broken weapons if i have the inventory space if i don't have the inventory space give me stronger weapon like there has to be some trade-off that that would be my complaint on the system 
Yeah, I feel like starting out in that game is just rough. I, yeah. It was so strange to me as like a typical RPG. It's like, oh, I'm going to level up my character and this and that. And it's, there really is nope. none of that. It's like get different fucking weapons and figure it out and uh, complete shrines in order to get spirit orbs and cash in on heart. Uh, containers so that's really the only strategy and once i figured that out i'm like oh man now i'm just focusing on shrines getting some more hearts and uh, every single enemy i run into one hits me yeah and then there's some fucking crazy enemies i've run into that it's like literally i'll mark on the map like a skull it's like don't come back here until you're ready and it's like this like motherfucking centaur guy okay (laughs) that's one thing i want to dude i want to point out there, I don't know what point in the game I got this, but it was like, oh, here's four guardian arrows, and they're like, they must have came from like one of the big mech creatures. Yeah, the guardians. And it it says that when you hit a creature with this arrow, it'll like send it to another fucking dimension or something. <laughs> oh Christ! Red's <laughs> trying to be on the show. He's going nuts. Um, <laughs> he loves Zelda. Apparently, uh, I shot. One of those centaur-looking motherfuckers with this arrow thinking, oh, it's going to do a lot of damage. Maybe it'll, it'll give me a heads up. And no, he just straight up, like, black hole warped to another dimension. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Yeah. So I, I I was hoping, like, is that an important character that I just, like, no. fucking yeeted out of existence? <laughs> Yeet. Uh, no, the lion centaurs are just uh, lion owls. They're from, like the OG Zelda game, and, like, they haven't been a common enemy in a ton of Zelda games, but they brought them back for this one, which is really neat. Um, no, they're just real hard enemies, like, you'll find in the wild. Okay. They're no, they're no, okay. there's nothing story relative, uh, relevant to them. So, they're just yeah, a that, real challenge. that makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and yeah, the whole Yeet thing, I'm watching too much Yusong. It's your fault, Yusong. <laughs> I hope you listen to our show. I, <laughs> it's I cool mean, if you it's, <laughs> there's a bunch of fucking slang out here. I talk to my friends. We'll say it ironically during D&D, and now we're just saying it genuinely. It's it's the way you pick up slang anymore. It's, yep, it starts exactly. as a joke. So It's true. Uh, uh, but no, Zelda always hit me with the surprises still. Oh, yeah. Uh, while we're on the topic, uh, yeah, we can go to show topics, and uh, Nintendo had uh, another Direct. Nintendo Direct. Uh, That's right. And in case you missed it, like you can just go to Nintendo's website, and they have like a quick summarized uh, list of everything they announced, and if you click on them, it plays that segment of the Direct, so you don't have to watch the whole thing. So if you're like, oh, I don't really care about Pokemon, and it's like half of the Direct, you can just skip it and look at other stuff. That's nice. Yeah. Inconvenient. Yeah, very convenient. So yeah, they had like a bunch of Pokemon stuff. They had a bunch of Animal Crossing stuff. Um, all stuff they already announced. So it's just like, hey, here's more. And you can make curry with your Pokemon now, which is weird. Um, spe- yeah. Especially because a lot of the Pokemon's food. And it feels weird making food for creatures that are food. That you would use some of their products in the food. It's it's odd. Um, but I guess in like Ruby and Sapphire, you could like have berries and make berry blocks by blending them together. So I guess it's an... It's an Newer version of that, I suppose. Um, what else? Yeah, they had Animal Crossing, they announced a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, Overwatch is coming to Switch, so that's official. That's right, that's huge. Yeah. I bet you're not happy about it. No, because like in the uh, video, they're showing it's using motion controls, like you're looking around, like kind of ARG style with the Switch to like snipe with like Widowmaker and stuff. And it's like, no. wow, wonder what makes Overwatch even worse than it already is, because it's pretty bad right now, even though I still play it. Um, I, I will say I hit my 800-hour mark, so I'm, I'm cutting way back on Overwatch. Um, but, like, fucking motion controls. Like, you don't need motion controls in an FPS. Like, it's No, I feel like good. that's 
really handicapping you, yeah. like really slowing you down to the point where it's like it's dependent on your actual motion. Yeah, like the idea of like Overwatch on mobile, like being able to take it with you, like cool using the Joy Cons to like aim precisely. No, like I'm doing that in Breath of the Wild, and it's a nightmare. Like I don't want. Yeah. That. Oh God, no! I hate the gyroscope features in Breath of the Wild. It's so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Luckily, you can like once you're aiming, you can hold still and just use the sticks. But like, yeah, aiming's not. You can't be precise with motion control. So it's just like, don't. No, I don't know who this is for. It's certainly not me though. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I just feel like it's gonna add a whole new dynamic to the meta so to speak because like now you got switch players in the well, mix because no, it's all intermixed no there's no, no cross-platforming because oh, it would okay, be impossible I that yeah but they actually had to nerf like certain characters drastically on like playstation and xbox because they were so differently played between console so like a torbjorn throws out a turret that automatically locks on the people and starts shooting and for pc you can like rapidly move around with the mouse and like shoot it quickly before it kills you but like for the joysticks on controllers it's much harder to fight torbjorn so they had to nerf him drastically on consoles so okay yeah so all separate servers all separate gameplay and like even with that it's going to be just real tough to play so it's like i don't know who this is for overwatch is definitely it's been losing players considerably since it began um arguably just because it had so many players when it launched so like it's still doing well but like i don't i don't know who this is for who wants this yeah um, I'm not sure either. Yeah, we were talking about Overwatch at work at a, a little work party recently, yeah. and everyone that I spoke to was saying that it's they're just more disappointed with it as time <laughs> progresses. It's, it's Blizzard doesn't know what they're doing with it. Like they had an idea. It started as an MMO, and then it became a first person yeah. battle shooter. Like so, like it's just this like ever mutating thing. And like they said, they would never have an invisible player. And now they have Sombra. They said they would never do competitive, and now there's competitive. <laughs> so, like, they just they backtrack on everything they say. So, it's like, I've enjoyed my time with it. I'm definitely, it's definitely my the Twilight, Twilight years for me, at least. So Sure. You had your fun with it. Yeah, I definitely got my money's worth. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3, there's, like, a free-to-play Kirby game where it's free to start. So, you can play it for free on the Switch now, but it's eventually going to be, like, you have to pay to get past like level 20 or whatever like so they're just doing mobile game shit on the switch which i'm not crazy about yeah that reminds me i don't know why or how this happened but i got a free like demo of dragon ball xenoverse on nintendo switch i don't know if it was xenoverse one or two but Uh, either way it was a it was pretty cool. I think it's, I don't know if it was a demo or, uh, gosh, it just seemed like a really big download if it's just a demo, but. <laughs> it might download the whole game, but then it limits you to just oh, the demo. Oh, that's right. And if you pay okay, it, yep. you unlock the rest. There we go. I bet that's the case. Yeah. So, yeah, they got stuff like that going on. Um, Trials of Mana remake. So, the all of those games. Uh, Re- Return of the Obra Dinn, which is the game from the guy that made Papers, Please. And um, Oh, yeah. It's got a real, like, specific old, like, DOS style to it. And it's basically just a murder mystery game on, like, an old pirate ship, but with, like, time travel. So you go on the boat, you find where someone died, and then you kind of go back to the moment when they died and figure out what happened and who they are. And I could see that being really cool with mobile controls, because you have to, like, look around the ship and look through the screen. So that could be really fun on the Switch. 
what else? We won't go through all of it. Like, you can look at the director stuff. But, um, oh, the tease, that Game Freak tease, the creators of Pokemon, or the Pokemon devs. Uh, Little Town Hero is a new RPG from them. So they teased that a little. Hmm. They announced that, and, like, they've been teasing it for a while now. So, I mean, it it looks like a standard RPG. Like, kind of cartoony and, like, Dragon Quest-y almost. Um, but I know Toby Fox, the creator of Undertale, did some of the music for it. So that's a cool, like, tie-in that, you know, they announced uh, all that, and he's working with them on that, so he's being more involved in Nintendo stuff. Because they all nice. They also dropped the new character for Smash, Terry Bogart from uh, Fatal Fury, which is like an S- old SNK fighting game. So that's cool to see they got like kind of a deeper cut, like for like old fighting game fans and stuff. I know not a ton of people are familiar with him. I'm, I myself haven't played too many of those games, but it's cool to see them like giving some love to an older franchise and not just doing whatever you know. Persona Five was the new hot one when it came out, so it's cool to see them not just catering to all the new games. Definitely, yeah, that's neat. And people are kind of saying, because he wears like a red and white hat, and he's kind of got a jacket, and he wears jeans and stuff, and apparently people in Japan are calling him like buff Pokemon trainer, because they kind of wear the same outfit. <laughs> uh, but with all with all the Smash stuff, they also do what they usually do, and reveal like, hey, Banjo-Kazooie, it's out now. So, uh, yeah. as of this recording, he's been out for like, t- they've been out for like two weeks or so. Um, but yeah, so I was playing a bunch of Banjo-Kazooie and Smash, and like, I, I do like them, I do really enjoy their gameplay style, and it they have a lot of like item combat, which is like Link and stuff. So I'm who who I main. So I'm already pretty familiar with them, and I do enjoy them. Surprisingly, though, their re- air recovery and stuff is not great. Like it's they're not good at jumping, despite having a bird okay. in the backpack. Right. Um, but they do have different stuff. Like they have their jump pad that they use in the in the Banjo Kazooie games. That's their up jump, like their special jump. And uh, the jump pad falls, and it can actually do damage to people underneath of it. And it's very much like Sonic's up-B. So it's, you can definitely see yeah. elements of, like, this... They're all unique characters, but you can definitely see the inspiration of this uh, move was inspired by this other character's move. So there's a lot of uh, similar gameplay style. And then they also revealed Toby Fox's other tie-in with Nintendo is uh, Sans from Undertale is in Smash. Technically, oh, that's right. technically, technically, he's actually a costume you can get for a me fighter. So you can make your little me's turn them into different fighters and give them all these different wacky costumes you unlock. And you can buy Sans as a costume. And he's got like his little that's sweet. skull gun and stuff. And like they got the Megalo- Megalomania music playing, like a remix of it and stuff. And it's ridiculous. And people are just losing their mind that Sans is in, like actually an Undertale to some degree. Or is yeah, actually it's great. Smash. Yeah. So it's just fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. In Undertale. In, in, he's in Undertale. Which, oh, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> he's like the mascot for Undertale. Nice. Um, but yeah, we just blow through the rest real quick. Uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, or yeah. Oh, that's right. So they like, show more of that. That's coming out at the end of the month. I'm excited for that. I, I, I think I've since uh, pulled back on my excitement. I probably won't get the Amiibo. I don't need any more tchotchkes and junk on my desk and stuff. Um, but yeah. I do still really enjoy the gameplay style. And I never played the first one. So since it's a remake, I'll enjoy it. And it looks adorable as shit. So I'll still probably end up getting it. And I'm just playing like, I got kids if I rule still. I beat it, but I still enjoy it. So I'm like, I got like three Zelda games I'm playing right now on my Switch. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta take a break. <laughs> it's too much Zelda. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Deadly Premonition was announced to get a sequel. 
just the weird Twin Peaks of video games is getting a like long, long sequel after so many years. I feel like remember hearing that game like be brought up on like a game or no game like a million years ago. It's, I could be wrong. It's though. such a weird, bizarre game. I think Corey from One Track Gamers actually bought it for me. That's right. But it's like it's like sixty hours and it's like a slow <laughs> grind. It's like a murder mystery and it's like I. I appreciate the gift. I don't know how ever play it. It's that's fair. It's rough, um, but like that's finally getting a sequel, and people are like, "What, really?" Like, and they announced it on Switch, like on the Nintendo Direct. Uh, what else? Astral Chain came out. That's another Platinum Studio game, and that's apparently doing really well, like eight out of ten on average. So, like, apparently their new IP is doing real well, which is cool. Yeah, that does look good. Yeah, it's like a cyberpunk like cop thing, and you have like a weird like cyber companion that's like a big robot dog thing, and that's the astral chain it's connected to. Um, Dude, I feel like this is the game that had the music that made me think of Jet Set Radio or something. I could be completely mixing it up, but this looks awesome. I've heard the music's pretty solid. Um, And the last thing I just want to bring up is just like nostalgia for me, but they announced Star Wars Jedi Knight uh, 2 and Jedi Outcast for the Switch. So it's just like, no way. That's. Yeah. That's an unexpected pull. But hey, that is. that's rad. Those Jedi Knight games and Jedi Academy were legit as fuck. Like, that l- lightsaber combat was way ahead of its time. Yeah, I do recall these games. I, that's really cool. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was like a bunch of the stuff from the direct. And yeah. that That's a pretty solid direct. I got to give them it, credit there. Um, and yeah. like we mentioned earlier, those uh, classics they gave us for free if you're subscribed. So, yeah, yeah. yeah they're hitting on all cylinders there. One thing that's super up my alley that I don't even have that much information on other than there's a trailer out now uh, is that there's going to be DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, it's called Remind. And oh, God. Does it. No, it doesn't. I feel like I, I was it. watching the trailer being like, okay, I'm excited. Like, what's this DLC all about? And I left the trailer being more confused <laughs> than I've ever been about this whole franchise in my life. <laughs> and the thing is, I can't even tell if it's just uh, scenes from Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't know what is going <laughs> so on. I, I It's just so confusing. I just, I, the whole <laughs> idea that I got from it is. At the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, there's like a moment, I'm not going to spoil stuff, mm-hmm. but there's like a moment where you get separated from Kyrie, and I think this is diving into like how you get back in touch with her, but uh, I, I don't even know, to be honest. It's so fucking convoluted. I need to read like a goddamn like manual or Wikipedia <laughs> article on or on how to like just get caught up to speed. I I am going to replay 3. I'm not going to replay 1 and 2. <laughs> I've done that like way too many times. Uh but I will replay three just to kind of refresh my memory to remind myself what I, before I play remind. I got uh, uh, I two very convenient videos that'll summarize both all of Kingdom Hearts and then just Kingdom Hearts three. You're right. No, and those are fantastic. They actually do a very brilliant job. But it, I just I I don't know. It's <laughs> why do I love things that are so complicated? It's so bad. It's, <laughs> it's insane. It's just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think this the reason of me having this podcast is just admit this shit and be like, <laughs> okay, this get some help. It's just Stockholm syndrome. It's just like I don't know why I like it. It's just it's me with Digimon. It's just been in my life so long. I if I hate it, I'd be insane. Yes, this is therapy for me. I just call you guys <laughs> up every week. It's just like, thanks. please help me through this. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, so that's a thing though that's happening. DLC for Kingdom Hearts Three. It's right up my that alley. I should be all ending. about it. 
it's it, there's going to be two more DLCs and it's going to tease Kingdom Hearts four. It's never ending. I want. I kind of want that. No! I'm, I'm fucked up. <laughs> they got me so hooked with their oh, Jesus. I played, I think half of the first one, and I watched my brother play, it, and then I played like all of the second one, and that's it. I'm done, man. I'm tapped out. That's it for no, me. No, honestly, that, I feel like it's the same with Game of Thrones, where I tapped out. You are smart as fuck. Ending at two is brilliant no, because you know what? two. I played Birth by Sleep. Oh. That was my limit. Okay. When they introduced Xandor and all the Keyblade okay. key War, I'm just like, I'm out. Uh, no. Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> You're right. No, fuck all that. Yeah, key- Birth by Sleep was all these different characters, too. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, just keep it with much. Sora. Yeah, fucking 2 was even a stretch where it's like, I'm starting with Roxas. Who the fuck is this motherfucker? But it all makes sense, sort of. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I. I'll defend it. Oh, that's the hill I'm dying <laughs> you, on. You can enjoy it. There's no one saying you can't enjoy it, but I'm not going to say it makes sense. I will no, say that. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's actually yeah. factual. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, we got a release date for the Untitled Goose game that we've talked, we've brought up a few times, and it's got that yes. like Donut County aesthetic to it. At this point, I legitimately think it's just called Untitled Goose Game. I think that's it the is, title. No, that, it is. It is. uh for a fact so i'm really looking forward to that <laughs> i wonder if they like if they planned on that from the beginning or if they were like oh we'll call it something eventually and it was just three years later and just like fuck it this is what everyone knows it as let's just keep going with it i think so yeah that's really funny <laughs> that's funny if they did that that's that's impressive um it's definitely it de- it's definitely a unique title it won't get confused with tomb raider and the other five games that are also just tomb raider so true i hate when that happens it's, uh, it's so annoying uh What's going on with this? KFC is apparently creating a <laughs> Colonel Sanders dating sim, and yeah, it looks like why not? super legit, though. Like, it's very, it's on Steam. You can go look up the trailer right now. It's like, they got a fucking real team here. Like, I feel like this isn't their first dating sim. <laughs> I'm going to fuck me a double down sandwich. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> uh, well, then again, Popeyes is doing the whole bring your own bun, like BYOB That's... is bring your own bun because they they sold out of the chicken sandwiches. So their solution is bring your own buns and just stick the tenders inside or like or there's the chicken patty yeah. inside of it and be like, now you got a sandwich. But it's like you're missing the pickles, the mayo, the all the special shit. I think that backfired real hard on Popeyes. It's just I've, I've heard nothing but bad stuff. Anyway, uh, KFC. Yeah, apparently the dating sims coming out uh, September 24th for free on steam so like it's fucking weird but like you try it for free well that's what i mean and is uh do they have I like try. a rating are you gonna get to bone him <laughs> no you're gonna boneless wing him <laughs> oh Jesus. i'm gonna mash his taters no. <laughs> oh god let me see what that large pepsi is all about colonel let me get a look uh, at that large he pepsi. looks handsome <laughs> it's definitely a very like felt very anime boyfriend Colonel Sanders. Like it's not <laughs> it's not your uncle with the mustache and goatee Colonel Sanders that we know that's on the box. Yeah, it's not Reba. It's, it's not Reba. <laughs> God, what is KFC doing? It's I don't just know. so like to be fair, if they're just like, hey, what if we just do fucking weird ass shit to get people talking about us all the time? It's working. You're fucking nailing yeah, th- it. Like, it's working. They're taking a page out of Taco Bell's book, for sure. But they're going so much further than Taco Bell, though. Like, this no, is No, they insane. are, yeah. So, like, hey, KFC, if that's your trick for marketing, it's working. I'm never buying your food, though. Your food that's is true. disgusting. Wait, I, 
I haven't eaten there in decades, so I don't know if it's really working. It's but. it's that thing like all press is good press. Like if your name's in the press right now, it's good sort of thing. Like regardless of how much people are actually buying it, but just like I'm never touching KFC food in my life. But like I'll play yeah. this game. I'll bone that kernel. Yeah, bone the kernel. Don't eat the wings. <laughs> uh, I feel like I mean, there's some dating sims that are genuinely like fantastic. Like, uh, uh. God, what's the pigeon dating sim I bought so many people got? How to fo boyfriend. How to boyfriend. How could I forget? How to fo boyfriend. It's legitimately an amazing game. The problem is you have to play through all, you have to date all the pigeons to unlock like the secret ending. And it's, but it's legitimately very good. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, also free on Steam. Also very good. Like there are some really good dating sims out there if that's your like game oh, you want to play. It's funny because I know uh, a podcast we've brought up on the in the past, How Did This Get Played, hosted by Nick Weiger and Heather Ann Campbell. They specifically, like, shit on video games. It's like, yeah, How Did This Get Played? It's a really bad game. Yeah. And they did How to Full Boyfriend, and I was thinking to myself the whole time, I'm like, I know it's, like, a goofy game, but I don't know if it's a bad no, game. No, it's so not to hear bad from at all. You, I know. I just I think it might be coming from a perspective where they don't really play many dating sims so it might just have been so strange to them that they're like this is clearly bad <laughs> yeah dating sim like there are some very good ones but overall the dating sim like genre like a dating sim isn't the hardest game it's one of the easier games to make because it's arguably just like you do a few different cho- like paths or decision making paths like for your choices and like it doesn't even have to be that many um it just could be like a yes or no like a binary path um and then you just do the art and maybe a bit of animation and, like, writing the text for a story. So, like, it's one of the easier types of games to make. That's why there's so many of them. Um, yeah. But, like, there are some ones that are legitimately good. And, like, the Colonel Sanders one, like, it doesn't look bad. Like, it looks like they no. put effort and time into it. There are hundreds, thousands, maybe millions. I don't know how big they are in Japan. But, like, there might be thousands of garbage-ass dating sims. No one's denying that. But there are some very good ones. And, like, just because it's a tropey, like, weird genre doesn't mean it's bad. There are going to be good ones in a weird genre. But right. I'll also say there's um, Rivals of Aether, which is um, a fighting game I've talked about way back when, like, years ago. Yeah, I was going to say this is ringing a bell. Yeah. What? And uh, as a joke, for Valentine's Day one year, I think last year, they did Lovers of Aether. Which is a dating sim where you can date the character, the fighting characters that you play as. So like, that's cute. It, I mean, all the characters are animals though, so it's like you gotta <laughs> like furries because it's a lot of furry stuff. But there you go. It's just like it, it's clear. Like, hey, this is a fun goof we can do that doesn't take a ton of time. So like, it seems like you can do- knock out a dating sim game like even as a joke pretty quickly, or you know maybe not quickly, but if you have the right team and stuff. So like, hey. I'm going to check out the Colonel Sanders one. Why not? Yeah, why not? Definitely fodder for our show. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's one that's, um, speaking of Bayonetta, uh, she was a designer on it, I believe. Um, and she was a big presence at the last E3. Uh, Ikumi Nakamura, who was out talking about a Ghostwire Tokyo, and she was just the very, like, upbeat, bright personality that really just like change things up for what E3 presentations are for like developers and people who worked on the games. Usually they're, usually they're nerds. They're not good at public speaking. And she just had this big personality and just came out like, you know, doing like a little dance or poses and stuff and just had real fun with it and just captured a lot of people's hearts. Uh, so she came out talking about ghost, ghost wire and she was a 
old character, old uh, monster creature designer on like Evil Within Two and stuff. And she does some crazy shit. She's real good. Uh, she's no nice. longer working with the company that makes uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> so the game, Fuck. the game she was presenting at E3 like th- six months later, she's no longer working with them. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like she, yeah. she was kind of your mascot in a weird way. So it's like, uh, oh, wonder what happened there. Yeah, definitely. That's strange. Yeah. So they, I wonder if the internet's going to find out. I, I mean, people will definitely make rumors and you know gossip. There's probably plenty of people gossiping and stuff. But she was just kind of like, "Hey, I, I enjoyed my time with the team. I'm no longer working there. If anyone's looking to hire somebody, hit me up." And it's kind of like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so it's like, "Wow, that's well." I'm sure she won't have a hard time finding a job. No, not at all. She'll she'll definitely catch something. But it's kind of like, you definitely got to wonder what happens. Like, right. So, especially to leave a game that you were like so publicly involved with. Yeah, that's strange. Oh, I have one. It's actually my last one that I'm going to bring up tonight, yeah. and it's something from the Guy Fieri Twitter oh, feed. Jesus. Uh, he posted this thing where it's it's a me guy, <laughs> and it's it's Mario wearing like suspenders with like the flames on it. He's got the 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 blonde hair. There's like a fucking burger popping out of one of those like pipes. warp pipes. Yeah. And uh, the text is super Guy Fieri, and got, and he's holding a spatula. Jesus. It's one of the greatest internet images that we've been blessed with. I, so, like Matt Bassett said on the previous episode, go follow Guy Fieri. <laughs> You'll be happy. It's a trip. Uh, if he wasn't so already involved with food and all of his own brands of food, like restaurant and stuff, he would make a fantastic Colonel Sanders. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. But, like, yeah. Like, like the Colonel Sanders dating sim. Guy Fieri, just lean into it. Just go on this fun ride with this weird man. He's dorky as fuck, but he knows it. You just made me realize how badly I want a Guy Fieri dating sim now. I think we can create it, Brent. I mean, we could. We shouldn't. We won't. Yeah. We could. The internet will thank us. No. Stay tuned. We could pay pay a few people on Fiverr. It's got to be cheap. True. Uh the last thing I want to announce is uh, something we talked about and brought up a few times uh, with Whitney, especially. Oh, Whitney brought it to our attention. Uh, but Sayonara Wild Hearts finally got a release date. And it's also oh, coming out right. next week, uh, September 24th. So that's going for, like, the Switch and the PS4. And, like, I I don't know if they released the same trailer and just have the release date at the end of it. And I just forgot a lot of details. Or if they release a new trailer with more stuff in it. But, like... I'm getting hyped. Like it looks better than I remembered it. So like it does look fantastic. I'm really interested in that one. And for the longest time, I thought it was out. <laughs> I was just completely mistaken. I'm excited for it. I don't care if it's out or I don't know when it's out. <laughs> I know it's weird. I I just remember what, maybe that's another reason where it's like, oh well, I'd go to buy it or something. I was just like, oh, coming soon. I'm like, oh, well, I can't get it anymore. Yeah, you probably forgot about it because it's not out. You're just like, ah, I'll be reminded when it does come out to play it then. Most likely, yeah. and I don't know. I play too many games to keep <laughs> up with them all. Uh, but yeah, it's like an infinite runner, but it looks like they really play around with the genre where there's like a fighting game level, and then there's racing, and then there's like quick time events. It's like, so it's not just an infinite runner. It looks like they really play around with stuff, and the art's beautiful. And I'm like, I don't know for sure, but at least from the trailer, the music sounds legit as shit. So like, I'm, I'm pumped for this. I'm interested to see what it is. If this is like under $30, this is a hard sell for me. So, yeah, this looks nice. Very cool. Well, I did want to, before we do plugs and wrap this episode up, maybe revive a dead conversation game. Let's play What's That Sound? Oh, fucking shit. 
we're playing What's That Sound. Uh, Damn it. This I'm is, this so is, bad. Brent, and that's the thing. This is going to be a fucking hard one. There's like only like one bone I threw you, and I feel like you might get it right away, and then the rest are all just like impossible. So good luck. You um, only play this with me. You only I'd, play this with me because I'm bad at this. Well, and because of just how things work out where it's like, well, I haven't played that in a while, and I actually am prepared for once. Uh, I'm never prepared. <laughs> I, I don't prepare for this show. I think our <laughs> listeners know that. Clearly um, from our audio and all the cat noises <laughs> in the background. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> but let's go ahead and listen to sound number one now. It's odd because there's no music. There's no, like, extraneous noises or dialogue or anything. It's, it sounds like just the combat noises. Yes, that is the extracted sound effect of combat. And Oh, okay, so normally there would be... Yeah, there'd be all sorts of other shit happening. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, I think of, like, uh, what was it, Infinite? Infinity Blade? Where I was like, it was, like, a really good game back in the day. And, uh, it's no longer there uh, but it was like a mobile game and like the combat was good but i think because it it strained the like phone or like ipad touch back when i played it on that so much there was no music so it sounded like that so okay it's good to know that there usually is other noises just not in this clip correct yep um god i don't know this just sounds like generic fighting and it's hard to, <laughs> like i know and this is the bone i'm supposed to be throwing you <laughs> Oh, this is the easy one? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Because, like, if it's Bayonetta, like, you can tell. Like, there's she's tossing out sassy remarks or something. Or uh, With the way you got quiet, I'm going to assume it's Bayonetta. So I'm going to give it Bayonetta. <laughs> it is Bayonetta, too. And <laughs> I was like, just, literally. Like, oh. Oh, that, that's the thing, Brad. Uh, there, even if you hadn't said something like that crazy, I feel like I would be <laughs> quiet anyway. Because I'm always just trying to shut the fuck up during these. Because I give... Too you many clues too much away. away. But then I gave away by just not doing anything. It's <laughs> bullshit. But the thing is, it would have been so funny because that was going to be an instance where you say what it is and be like, "It's definitely it's not definitely that. not this." <laughs> but that's what I mean. If that's just what the if that's just what the game sound like, like naturally, I'd be like, "Oh, you'd be hearing Bayonetta giving like quips and stuff, or the mat- background music because there's always right. like, thumping like pseudo jazz in the background." So I'm like, "Oh, if that's what it is in the game, it's definitely not Bayonetta." But if that's just like the monster noises as you're fighting them, like okay, I could see it then. So definitely. All right. So a lot of these game or think, sounds for this game are going to be extracted sound effects. Oh, you and like, bitch! And dude, in previous instances, I've done like theme musics and like yeah, just like literal gameplay segments of being like, what the hell's that? This is more or less just like for the most part strictly sound effects. So it, that's I think another reason why it's that much harder. You know what a sword sounds like scraping against stone. The same thing a sword stripping a stone sounds like in every fucking game. It's yeah, not identifiable. <laughs> like, well, it's not helpful. There's a few of these clips that are like multiple uh, sound effects back to back to give you a better chance. Because like, oh, yeah, if it's Jesus. like a one second thing, it's like bullshit. Anyway, let's move on to sound number two. You didn't get that. Uh, I got that. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm, Don't I'm you take that away from assume- me. Then? Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you got it wrong. No, you got that. All right. That's awesome. the only one I'm getting. God, I am up late. Let's move (laughs) on to sound number two now. 
going to need c- clues for yeah. this one. I feel like I'm on drugs. <laughs> yeah, this, this sounds. This feels like a psychedelic moment where it's like, all right, I'm going to activate your like telepathy, like latent telepathy powers. And as soon as he does, he just like is jumping around from brain to brain, like reading everyone's mind <laughs> and just hearing the residual sounds. And it's just the quick, ch- like quick jump cuts from like five what different scenes. A goddamn visual for that burn. That's insane. I, the whole time I was picturing the end of 2001: A Space Odyssey. But no, yeah, as far as context that. goes. This is, uh, you get, you get a helper sound for this because that is so goddamn insane. And you're, I don't think anyone would ever guess this from those sounds. Like I was saying though, it was sound effects back to back from a certain game. Since like you isolated. have no idea. Yeah. How about let's get one just shot in the dark guess and then we'll play the helper sound and then you have two more guesses. Can you give me the hint of like we've talked about it in this episode? Yeah. I'll away? give the hint of Basta's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then um, Cookie Clicker? No. No, uh, okay. Good that's, the only game, away. that's the only game I can think of that Bassett doesn't hate, because the few games he talks about, he seems to hate all of them when he talks about them. That's true. Um, um, all right. The f- we should really listen to the sound, the helper sound, though. I think that'll help you out. Okay. Hey Doug, remember when you said you think this would help me out? Yeah, it didn't. I it know really didn't. it's it's just so <laughs> there's so short little it's, sound effects that I thought a bunch of them would be like yeah like, they'd like it'd be like what's this from yeah and like this is where I crave like the music or the extraneous noises in the background like that helps me somehow yeah no that's usually um, the most give dead giveaway if it's Basta. If it's oh, that I'm was thinking, the biggest hint I could have given yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> if it's what I'm thinking it is, the first sound means fucking all to me. Like, that's gibberish. The second sound, I'm guessing Minecraft? Yes, that is okay. it. All right, ding, ding, ding. You get this one, and yeah, it's because Bass's <laughs> roster of games is a handful. <laughs> it's a few mobile games. It's uh, Shitty Sim Twilight 6. Princess, City Skyline, Sim 6, and Minecraft. There we go. Um, yeah, we love you, Bastet. The second sound kind of helps from like walking around in like the water and grass and like hitting stuff a bit. Yep. But also, I have like almost no Minecraft experience, so that's it's really for me. I don't recognize any of the noises from the first one. Yeah, no, me neither. I can't even tell you what that was from. I'm assuming you're underground or something. I just I watched a stream of you song today playing Minecraft, which is like. I usually would never watch a Minecraft stream, but since it's him, I'm like, oh, let's see what it's all about. And it it's very entertaining. He built a house and all sorts of cool shit. He's, like, mining, like, diamonds and shit. And it's just fun to just see that game played but not have me be playing it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see the appeal. Like, I definitely enjoy this one, like, building games or management games. Like, Dragon Quest Builders too. I played the demo. I enjoyed it. But, like, just Minecraft is just so ugly, I can't get past it. So like, I just think there's too much to learn. I feel like I'd feel completely lost, and I have no idea what's going on. So I'm just never going to dive in. Well, like Dragon Quest Builders too. I also need like a story mode. Like I know there's the free build mode and stuff in Minecraft, where it's like I built all of like Westeros in like Minecraft. It's like <laughs> cool. That's a lot of free time. Like yeah. I want a story where I can be like this game is definitively over. I can move on to the next. Yep, so. I'm kind of the same. Yeah, all right. Um, but all right, you got that one. All right, so there's a chance you can win this game. Uh, there's I already did. I got two. Three. 
Oh, holy shit. I'm so fucking Don't tired. Take God it away from it. me. All right, you already won. Let's see if you get the hat trick. Yeah, go. I'm just going to say, Bren lost this one. <laughs> you motherfucker. After he gets all three. All right, sound number three now. Dude, I fucking forgot what this was. <laughs> huh. Without like with how like catchy and upbeat they are, I I I'm getting the feeling it's a Nintendo game. Because like if okay. there's one thing Nintendo does right, it's music. I am gonna give you hints. It's not a Nintendo game. Shit. And I'm gonna throw out the year 2006. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that old gem of like 2006. Oh, I was like <laughs> 15 let me think back to when i was fit motherfucker i don't remember what i did last week i don't i don't either but uh that's yeah. a hint it's I out to, there i went to penn state you know how much drinking i did you know how many memories i repressed during that time oh god 2006 uh not nintendo that's that's a big game because that's what i thought it was gonna be um it's just like all little jingles like it just i don't hmm that's not helpful. No, and I feel like there Ugh. might be certain listeners out there that are screaming at their computers. I'm sure Mark is one of them. And if he's not, <laughs> he'll kick himself when he finds out what it is. Well, when you say Mark, I'm going to say Dark Cloud 2. Oh, no, but that was a good guess. Shit, I'll okay. give you that. Okay, it does but sound no, like, a, like, like a JRPG sort of... Hmm. I'll be fine if it's a game I didn't play. Like, if I don't recognize any of these, like, little songs and I played it, I would be mad at myself. I have a feeling you'll be mad because God this damn. is something I feel like everyone played. I could be wrong, though. Oh. Did you play it? Yes. Oh, God. And that's why, listening back to these, I feel like, ah, I can't give too many more hints. But you said you almost forgot something. Uh, mm. Because it was 2006. That was like <laughs> fucking high school. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, all right, so it's not Dark Cloud. That was my first guess. Um, and like everyone played it. And it's not Nintendo. And somehow Mark is interested. And somehow Mark's interested. <laughs> um, it's a game where you just fuck with all your friends. Like you just change all their like ids around and they have just a lot of like difficulty getting it back and just make their life very inconvenient mark would enjoy that um there's aspects of this game where you could do something like that i'm thinking what <laughs> <laughs> I'm, more confused. I'm more confused i am is it ddr mark likes that no i'm not guessing that um uh something mark would like in 2006 that everyone played it's not Katamari. I feel like it's so on the tip of your tongue, but you're never going to get it. And Mark's so, like, I think everyone else that knows what it is is, like, cracking the fuck uh, up. Just, like, dancing around it. Um, so close. Uh, the clues are there, but it's also, it's a strange one. You're going to be like, really? Yeah. It's going to be one, like, uh, th- like if it's uh, if I haven't played it, I'm fine with this. But the fact that you said I probably have, and that like everyone has, it makes it ma- It makes me more mad. And it's not Nintendo. 
So I ah. Oh. Let's listen to it again for our listeners. I've been listening to it on repeat this whole time. <laughs> I can't get it. Do you have a final guess? No, I just did Dark Cloud. I get two guesses. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. My bad. You motherfucker! You're trying to cheat me out of this. <laughs> I am. Oh God! What is? I can't. Fucking Monster Rancher. That's a solid guess. I'm gonna is say it? no. You have one more guess, and this one, it's this is only for the hat trick anyway. So you already won. I already won. So it's yeah. Kind of pointless. Uh. But I think you can get it, but it's also, I just feel like you're, my last hint is each one of those jingles is a sound for when you level up a skill. That doesn't help. Um, skill. So, I mean, it's definitely like RPG or like JRPG. Let me see. Popular 2006 games. Uh, don't mind the keyboard noises. <laughs> uh, I'm straight up cheating right now. <laughs> I know. I don't even think it's going to work. No, because I have fucking... None of these are helpful. <laughs> uh, the Sopranos video game. No. Um, I'm just going to go with one I saw that might be it. Uh, no, it's not Oblivion. Um, what's a JRPG? <laughs> Spyro, which one's this? <laughs> Spyro, Legend of uh, Legend of Spyro: A New Beginning. That's my guess. There's my final guess. Well, no, but I know Mark was a huge fan of that game. Oh, he loved it. He's got the poster up on his wall. Met the devs. This game that you're hearing sounds from is from RuneScape, and it's oh, the fucking. Fuck you. There's the attack, God the defense, it. there's like cooking and farming or something in there, and they're also goddamn goofy, so I had to throw that one out there. That's what I mean, this is a tough game, Damn and it. I'm pulling out yeah. the real old games, and yeah, That's that was so that hard. one's so I, also unorthodox, because you're not thinking MMO typically. You know what? You threw me off because you said 2006 when I was in high school, and I played RuneScape in middle school. I'm counting this as a win for me. You cheated. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I grew out of it. Um, <laughs> I remember a buddy of mine who was like, he was like the high level guy in RuneScape that like told everyone about it. We're like, oh wow, you're level like 50 something. And then like two months later, I was like, hey, what up? I'm level 47 and I finished all the free quests. What do I do now? He's like, Jesus. Like I, I grinded like hell in that game. Yeah, no, I had lots of friends that were insane. Yeah. And that's what made me quit because of like, I can't keep up. That's too um, much, yeah. Well, it looks, looks like you got the hat trick. So we're going to call it there. I did <laughs> Oh fuck! You have you gotta keep my... Yeah, you know what? I got the hat trick. Chalk that one up. Who's keeping score of this, Judge Greg? Yeah, I got all three. We're never recording it close to midnight ever again. All right, <laughs> that's how we play. What's that sound? Uh. All right, 
right. That was an episode, <laughs> surely. Jesus. Um, let's wrap this up with plugs. Uh, where can our listeners find you on the internet? You have another podcast? Yep. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at ABTSBrendan. And then I got another podcast about anime called Are Weeb There Yet? Me and another weeby friend watch anime and try and convert our non-weeby friend. And as of this episode, we just did uh, Nichijo, which is a very silly, like, very over-the-top ridiculous anime. I recommend it. It's just, it's very fun. You don't really have to pay attention to any of it. And if you just want to, like, wind down after work, you can watch that. And I'm going to do a teaser for next week's episode for Our Weep There Yet. It's Monster Masume, which is basically borderline pornography. And I'm very excited. It's all about <laughs> it's all about fucking monster girls. And it's going to be so fun. Oh, man. Uh, pre-game with some monster prom. Oh, yeah, it, oh but like even... Speaking of uh, even looter, dating sims. Even looter the monster prom. It's just fucking smut and a half. And I'm so excited. Excited in multiple ways. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable on all the places at ABT Silence. Uh, if you like our intro and outro theme music, it's by a band called Kinda All Right. You can find them at kindaallright.bandcamp.com. That's K-I-N-D-A. Um, and I'm trying to think, if you like record labels and want to check out the music that I'm putting out, uh, go to mistoutrecords.com. Lots of cassettes and uh, records you can order there. I will be gone on honeymoon for a week so if you place any orders uh there might be a little bit of a delay but i'll get to those as soon as i can but yeah by the time you're listening to this i'll be a married man so yay yeah give him a shout out on twitter i've met whitney and mark and irl so that'll be an interesting thing so that's cool and hopefully that's the thing i'm trying to have a segment where we do like a little live uh record from the wedding don't have a feeling it's never gonna happen you don't do that it's your wedding Make no, I meant like like a five minute or ten deal. minute like on our phone kind of deal. Like I would never do it with computers and microphones. It'd be like no, no, just, no. It's I'm gonna... saying like you don't even like do if you're organizing. <laughs> make someone else organize it. It's your fucking okay. wedding. You got enough. Make make AJ pull his fucking weight for once on this goddamn. There you show. go. <laughs> Fair enough. But that'll do it for this week. See you guys next time. See. You.